0: weight in gold i don't have kids at least none that i know of <laughs> welcome to legends of gotham where we talk about fox's hit series gotham set in the world of batman i'm bill meeks and i'm DeSimo, and we are back again again back back back, back.
1: guess who's back
0: back again it's the legends back. of gotham crew And we're your friends. We are your friends. And thank you for joining us here. Uh, we did have to, we did have to delay the episode a day. Uh, so it's Monday night, 9. PM EST at facebook.com slash legends of Gotham, where we go live, uh, Sometimes, Sometimes.
1: <laughs> we can't even tell you is like we've been on Monday just as much as we've been on Sunday. Yeah, uh,
0: you know we we did take a little bit of a break uh, from yeah. from the live streaming and stuff, and yeah, it's been a little hard to maintain that consistency we built up over the years. But it's okay because we're back here now. Yes, we're having a lot of fun uh, here on Monday night. Uh, Anne Marie, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? You're 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 good. I'm good. Uh, if you're good, I'm good. Yeah definitely. Uh,
1: I know. Sorry. I'm trying to, I we, still don't understand Facebook live.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> I am okay.
1: Struggling for what? Three months now. <laughs> I'm like, where do I see comments? I keep getting <laughs> notifications. It tells me I'm live. I don't know. So hi.
0: I'd assume we're live. Uh, we, we have three people watching live. over there in the comments, uh, oh, but <laughs> uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, now we didn't get to do an episode for Trial of Jim Gordon. We put out a little mini so to let you guys know and promised that we'd and be that back.
1: took us two tries because <laughs> of Facebook.
0: <laughs> but uh, we're back uh, tonight um, with a man bat sized episode of Legends of Gotham. Yes. Uh, so we're going to be talking just a little bit about the trials of Jim Gordon, because there's just a little bit to say, and then we're going to be circling back into I am Bane. I am
1: Bane. Uh,
0: So, Anne-Marie, we do have two rhyming Ridley episode summaries tonight. Why don't you get started with the first one? Mm,
1: I have never read this before. This should be good. (laughs) <laughs> Set the expectations. Okay. Who is the man who shot good old Jim? Zaz always had quite the problem with him. Why do people love Ivy so much? They can't resist her poisonous touch. Is the GCPD secure? Not any Thursday. Will baby Batgirl survive till her birthday? Is Gotham a prison without any warden? It all depends on the verdict of the trial of Jim Gordon. Hear ye, hear ye,
2: this
0: hear is the trial of
1: Jim Gordon.
0: Anne-Marie, what'd you think?
2: <sighs>
0: well eh?
1: not I the, had thoughts.
0: Not the biggest.
1: Not fan. the biggest fan. I okay. <laughs> Here's my overarching.
0: Okay. I
1: hate these types of episodes. Uh-huh. Where, like, I can deal with, like, a parallel storyline type thingy. Mm-hmm. I really don't like when we have, like, dream visions because we're in a coma and we might die and we might not die. That, it's, it's just never well, been my deal.
0: That's great because it leads into my first point, which I've called dream casting. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, cool. So I personally loved the conceit <laughs> of, uh, of Jim dealing with his internal struggles yin, through yin
1: yang, it. Ying yang, yang.
0: But uh, I I really love the conceit of Jim dealing with his internal struggles through a crazy whacked out dream sequence. It's a great way to uh, make the struggle visual, even though it's purely internal. And it felt very, very comic book to me. Uh, Now, all that being said, uh, Anne-Marie hated it. Hated it. So.
1: Okay. Here's my issue with the overarching. This was just a Ben McKenzie love piece (laughs) (laughs) written by Ben McKenzie. So... (laughs) <laughs> that's a little well, icky for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That kind of, that kind of feeds into my point. Oh, actually, Cause because <laughs> I, I thought the, the dream sequence in this episode was yes. a little too Ben McKenzie heavy. In fact, it felt almost blatant mm. how much Ben McKenzie was in it. You know, multiple Seeing characters. Seeing how he wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it was pretty obvious, or, or at least it was obvious to me, that they were intending to get older cast members back for certain roles, and they weren't able to get them for whatever reason. Because uh, they hadn't been on the show in a few years. Yeah, probably that that usually has a. Lot That's to do usually with there's it. a
1: reason they left the show.
0: Yeah, they weren't yeah. being used, so they weren't able to get these older actors back. But I, I was going to let you guys know my thoughts about who I thought. These each of these characters were supposed to be. Okay. Now Jim as the shows up as his own lawyer. Pretty sure that was supposed to be Harvey Dent.
1: That would have been awesome.
0: Yeah, uh, but unfortunately, I don't think we're getting Harvey Dent anymore this season. <laughs> no, unless I, it's in I, that, I don't
1: see that happening. Unless
0: it's in that last episode, then I pretty obvious you know it would be uh the executioner uh captain barnes as the judge yeah and uh then last but not least uh i th- i have a feeling they probably had a space in there for to have like a jerome or something as a material wi- witness or maybe that, jeremiah No, I was going to say maybe that was just it's just my wish fulfilled or my wishful thinking that uh jerome could come back for one more appearance in jim's Stream sequence.
1: That would make sense though.
0: Yeah, but yeah. you know sadly actors are bound to their scale. Schedules. And I liked how the scenes came out. Like I said, I really love the overarching concept, but some old familiar faces would have really put a button on it and kind of tied back in as we're winding down the series here.
1: Yeah, it just, it was definitely a filler episode. I'm so tired of saying it's a filler episode in the final season of something. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. You had to slot something
0: in. And Mike Pasquale over in the chat room says, I will break you. If we weren't going into the Bane episode, I would be very concerned. I'm I would feel concerned. threatened.
1: I'm still a little concerned.
0: But we're going to the Bane episode. He tends to break bats. There was so. not just
1: bats. Just, Apparently not just bats. butlers.
0: Bat adjacent bats, cats, butlers. And butlers. Yeah. <laughs> bats, cats, and butlers. Didn't There's we do a, an episode called similar, bats? Similar, something,
1: something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was good. All right. Okay, so I have a point. I love all the Ivy stuff. Okay. This is my least favorite of the Ivies. We won't go back into that. Listen to past <laughs> episodes, but I really like, she's, what are you, get out of my shots.
0: Sorry. I want <laughs> people to see my Batman t-shirt.
1: <laughs> um, You know, she's been thrown aside and recast and thrown aside and recast for five years. Now, this was the first real like storyline as, ivy mm-hmm. as poison ivy not as ivy pepper
0: yeah definitely and i
1: loved it it made me kind of wish we could have seen claire foley do this type of stuff yeah she could have done it because mm-hmm. by now she's like 16 or something and we could have pulled this off y'all <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but it was a good it, it was a good right good feature okay
1: let's say knowing knowing this episode was tucked in after the rest of them actually made the story a little bit more appealing for me. So because this was written specifically like, okay, we need to fill this part. What can we do? And, you know, first he writes the love story to himself his Uh character and his wife. uh, But then he's like, Hmm, that doesn't fill a whole episode here. Ivy, (laughs) (laughs) let's pull this character because we can get the actress. But, uh, (laughs) More than likely. But it was done really well. Um, having her interrupt Bruce and Selena's dinner to put him under her spell was so appropriate since these three characters like had really such a tighter relationship in the yeah, earlier seasons. They
0: were all orphan buddies. They
1: they were all orphan buddies. Orphan buddies. Except <laughs> Selena's not an orphan, she's just abandoned, but that's <laughs> that's different. Um yeah. also it was wonderful to see that terrible date
0: interrupted.
1: <laughs> It was terrible. Well,
0: it was Bruce's first shot, minus if you don't count Silver St. Cloud.
1: No, this was not his first shot with Kat.
0: Well, I mean, his first time actually trying to do like a date with her.
1: No, I'm pretty sure they did something like this at the manor, like in, in like having dinner. In the kitchen.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't like a day. Oh no. Like, so
1: instead they waited till the world was ending to eat like cat food out of a can.
0: Also, uh, Mike Pasqua in the comments uh, reminds us of what the episode we were thinking about.
1: Bat but cat cat?
0: Bat but cat cat. Oh, I remember that now. Bat
1: but cat okay. cat. Cat. Um, seeing how Bruce, Lucius, and Zaz all reacted on her spell was awesome. Gotham doesn't usually um, get to show up the oogly googly love faces of any of its characters, so it's kind of fun because you can see them all just like <laughs> Ivy's wonderful, and that was just fun for me. Also, that Selena had to kick them in the head to snap them out of it.
0: Showing off my Superman tattoo to the girl screen. power,
1: <laughs> were you on my screen and doing
0: yeah, I was showing them my Superman tattoo just to I, I'm an equal opportunity DC lover, thwack, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But no, Ivy good.
1: Ivy good. Ivy good. Ivy good.
0: Okay, I wanted to talk a little (laughs) bit about parallel guilt. Uh, Now, as we're seeing seeing this more and more as the series wraps, Bruce's storyline and Jim's storyline sort of working in parallel. In the trial of Jim Gordon, uh, they're both dealing with the guilt they feel for the current state of Gotham. They're both putting the blame on them. They both blame themselves. Now, the first step to fixing a problem is admitting you have one and being honest with themselves. So seems like a great first step for Bruce and Jim. True. Uh, they're two men with one mission and it's a d- dynamic I think we'll continue to see moving forward with the characters of Bruce and Jim as Bruce becomes Batman.
1: Like I very I, quickly.
0: Yeah. I, I just think it's interesting that they both uh, put the blame for everything that's gone on it's, Squarely on their shoulders, so when
1: clearly it should be shared between the two of them. Yeah, but we,
0: <laughs> Bruce and Jim need to have a real heart to heart after Jim gets done dealing with his old ex army buddy and the baby and uh, oh, the military blowing up Gotham, which will get to episode, in just a couple episode. minutes. <laughs> but yeah, I just I, I really like that parallel construction of their plot line here. I have a feeling it's going to converge really nicely. I'm sure, and maybe we'll even get like a like another them on the stoop scene. There will be light kind of thing. There
1: will be light. Didn't we already get that or, though? Or Bruce no, we sort of already got the, there will be light, but yeah. it was Bruce giving that to Jim already. And that was up with the bat signal before it was the bat signal.
0: I would just like to have like a little moment like that with a similar kind of scene Where, because I mean, in in Gotham's version of this story, I don't think there's any way that Bruce is going to be able to become Batman without Jim blatantly knowing. It's often suggested in the comic books that he knows and he just doesn't do anything about it Mm. uh, because he likes the results. Right. Uh, But I I don't think they can really get out of this one because I mean... Jim has helped Bruce on some of his early adventures. Right, know? yeah,
1: there's there's really no way. Which is fine because they won't have to address it <laughs> because the series is ending. <laughs> Very true. It doesn't matter. In this universe, they know.
0: Five seasons in a movie. Do it. I don't see that happening. Okay. Do, like a, do a movie in like three years. Mm-hmm. Like a straight to DVD release, straight to Netflix, straight to S- Apple streaming service, straight to uh, CBS All Access release. Except <laughs> <So> uh- <laughs> that
1: this is on Fox. Okay. So my last point for this episode is sort of like quibbles and bits, things that I found odd or weirdly phrased. Um, So when Harvey, I believe, comes to check on Jim and Lee's like, it's touch and go, but he's stable. Those are two very different things. This was pointed out in our um, Twitter. I forget. We mentioned it, I think, in our little announcement. Yeah. Touch and go means homie's almost dead, but they keep bringing him back stable means you can go get lunch <laughs> go, he's not going anywhere those are very different if somebody's touch and go i'm not leaving their side um an excessive amount of saying baby daddy and child's father baby daddy we get it <laughs> like we all know we've all gone on the journey
0: Yeah, it's only been, like, three or four episodes that she's been pregnant. It's felt like the entire season. (laughs) It's
1: felt like the entire (laughs) series. Like, it just keeps going. And we got none of the, like... Pregnancy should be, like, fun included and, like, build it into the storyline. Not just have her gracefully rub her belly and go my baby daddy and stuff (laughs) like no stop it stop it
0: (laughs) how is babsy formed I
1: i just don't understand um i swear these police police officers are coming out of the woodwork uh yeah like really, they're just multiplying. They yeah, are like rabbits.
0: Because so many die in like every episode. Every
1: episode, we lose like twelve. Oh,
0: what, what was it? The Strike Force. Oh, Strike like,
1: Force. They
0: just kept dropping and dropping and dropping.
1: Yeah, but they didn't multiply. Yeah. Like, and these ones come con- equipped with uniforms. <laughs> the city is in peril. <laughs> Why are you still dressed like everybody is like, I am in a suit. I am in my uniform well, it, and no one's dirty. It's Gainland. No, no, no. No one is dirty. It,
0: it's Gainland Gotham. They all have to have their unique looks so they can identify each other out on the street. You know,
1: I don't know, man. This is just, it's something. Um, let's see. Okay. <clears throat> I am okay. Standing alone on my Island on this one. I'm totally okay <laughs> with it, but I did not need that wedding. I feel like Ben just wrote that for Marina.
0: And I agree with you, which is why I loved it.
1: (laughs) That you didn't, that he wrote it for her, but we
0: didn't, I didn't need it. it. If you guys weren't aware, uh, basically the way the scheduling worked out, the wedding at the end of this uh, trials of Jim Gordon was the last scene they shot. So I thought it was a really nice way for the actors to kind of say goodbye. And, you know, even Harvey Bullock's speech where he's like, you know, if we didn't do anything else here, we got these two together. And that was really, you know, Donald Logue talking to his friends.
1: But I have issues with that whole situation anyway.
0: About them getting married?
1: About the whole thing. Yeah. She was already married.
0: <laughs> well, He died. Oh, oh, oh! That whole thing. Okay, okay. I let's,
1: have issues with the whole thing. Let's keep
0: it locked down to the Gotham universe here.
1: <laughs> I have had issues with this pairing. TMZ
0: might <laughs> always be on before Gotham, but we are not TMZ. Uh, uh,
1: no, <laughs>
0: no. But I thought I thought, uh, I, thought it, I thought it was a nice, sweet way for them to all say goodbye to each other on screen. You know.
1: I mean, the problem with that was it felt very. Series finale episode, but there was still three more to go.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, that is it. That is it. Like that sweet, saccharine moment might have been. No, it probably wouldn't have been good at the end of the series either because this is a Batman series and you don't really get sweet, saccharine moments. At most, you get like melancholy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, we got like beat stuff. Uh, I'll have one more thing that's actually not in here. Okay. Um... What was that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, sorry. Anne-Marie's laughing. I'm just gonna keep talking so for a minute sorry. while she composes herself.
1: Um I love the the visual of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um this was so as I'm sure everybody knows, and we've talked about now, Ben has Ben wrote it, but Aaron Richards Babs directed it. And I thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Like, no, I don't like the whole trial thing. Yeah, but it was pretty. Hmm. I felt like there were very nice directorial choices. Nice. So uh, you know, thumbs up.
0: So you did have something to, good to say about I- it. We should have just done the episode back when it aired. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No,
3: we
0: shouldn't know. No, uh, but okay. uh, we do have one piece. Uh, we, well, we have several pieces of feedback for Trial of Jim Gordon. Uh, we're just going to read one letter for now, and then we're going to play all the voicemails at the end of the show.
1: Uh, so, Because it's just too much to do in the middle of the show.
0: This is from Mark Bickford, and he, uh, he says, hello, Bill and Emery. Hi, Mark. Hi! I, I wanted to share a few thoughts on the latest episode of Gotham oh, yeah, um, last episode. Yeah, last week's episode. First, I saw in an interview that this was the final episode they shot, which makes it the second filler episode, and I never would have guessed it from the content. This was also Aaron Richards chance to direct an episode. So I'm interested if you noticed anything particular about what she brought to the episode and <laughs> addressed that. Also, uh, were Jim and Lee back together at the end of season four? No, no. Because that was uh, with Ed and stabbing each other and everything. Oh. Lee we'll was talk
1: with- about that in I Am Bane.
0: Yeah, uh, Lee was <laughs> with Ed back then. Um, so they've weird. been on and off so many times I've lost count and interest. Agreed, Thank Mark. Thank
1: you.
0: Uh, Selena beating on Bruce while saying everything, but you can't leave me, was heartbreaking. They... Ed- I can see that. I can see that Uh, before this whole thing ends. I'd love to hear what the two of you thought of season four. It wouldn't need to be a whole episode, but a brief discussion would be great. Have a great show. Mark. Okay.
1: I said this to him earlier. Okay. We stopped podcasting before the best season (laughs) of Gotham. And then we came back for the land of filler. Yeah. Season four was phenomenal. Mm
0: Definitely. Definitely.
1: I'm sure there was filler. I'm sure I would have criticisms where I would yell at the camera like I am tonight. But
0: like I never I, I never even thought the whole like twin brother thing, which I saw a lot of people complain about online during season. Nah, I four. think we liked that. I, I really enjoyed that. And I, I really loved uh, Jeremiah before he turned. Uh, H- I, I mean, I loved him. After, or, no, Jeremiah before he turned Jeremiah
1: Jeremiah yeah yeah
0: before he he got hit with the Joker gas I I I love that character and Mm. I I really would have loved if I had one regret about season four it's that they didn't just go with that character from the beginning because it would have sort of built up that that brotherly relationship between them a bit more where it kind of in season five it's kind of fallen flat because oh they hunt out for two episodes oh they're best buddies and he's obsessed with Bruce and everything like that
1: yeah there's a whole lot of
0: like I feel like if they had decided to use the Jeremiah character from the start it would it would have been a little more cohesive that being said I loved all of it
1: yeah we we, we miss talking about yeah. some of the best episodes of the series okay that that's what we think
0: but uh th- thanks very much thanks Mark. for
1: bringing that one up there Mark <laughs>
0: And uh, like I said, we're going to play the voicemails for the rest of the trial of Jim Gordon at the end End. of the episode. Um, After
1: like the credit music. Yeah. Keep on listening.
0: Uh, Headline, though, if you want to send in feedback, legends Gotham at gmail.com or 424-274-2352 for the voicemail.
1: Yeah, we'll tell you that again. So, okay,
0: Anne-Marie, you have another rhyming, riddling episode summary for I am Bane.
1: Who is the daughter of the demon's head? She's feeling vengeful because the demon's dead. Is Hugo Strange's science insane? The answer is yes. The validation is Bane. Is Alfred injured? Pretty much always. Does Barbara Keane shoot from wheelchairs and hallways? Who was the man who ca- caused all the pain? An answer from the shadows. I am Bane. I am Bane. I am Bane. I am Bane.
0: Anne-Marie, what'd you think? Uh, you're not too familiar with the Bane character, are you? I
1: am familiar... With this,
0: with the little toy, we I love am familiar right here. with this yeah.
1: toy that I have promised to put at my son's bedside table when we are done <laughs> because he has been yelling <laughs> He's it for He's been it. asking
0: for it for weeks, but we knew there was a ban for episode two months or
1: whenever we sold st- <laughs> it from when they announced it. Okay, um, I'm, i think I liked this one a lot more than the last episode.
0: Oh, definitely. This one, okay,
1: this one held my interest. I wasn't playing on my phone. Um, <laughs> And it was like when the final credits, like the boom, boom, like came up, I was like, wait, no, no, (laughs) I wanted more. What are you doing? I haven't done that in a while. (laughs) So it was good. Yeah. What
0: did you think? Oh, I I, I really Same enjoyed piece. it. Uh, Bane is not my favorite character in the world Mm-mm. by any stretch Mm-mm. of the imagination, but I thought they did a really good job with them. And I I, I have some more points about that I'll get into. Uh, I also really liked uh, the things I'm going to talk about later. Um <laughs> I I also really like I, I love Penguin and Ed this episode too. I'm not gonna talk about that. I love that whole thing in their I, Do their, I even
1: talk about that?
0: You do okay. a little bit. A, a I big, don't remember anymore. The parts. big submarine and everything loved it. So campy, we so great, so fun. I can totally see Penguin and Ed from this episode becoming like becoming the, the Batman 66 yes, version yes, of yes. versions of the characters. And I, I also love I'm loving their dynamic too. It's just like, yeah, we're both equally evil and dastardly and backstabbing, but we know it about each other. So we trust each other. Yeah. Great stuff.
1: Yeah. Great stuff. Good. Things. Okay. So Good I things. guess
0: I'll go ahead and move to my first talking point here, okay. which I have titled the demon's daughter. Uh, now in this episode, Senator Walker or Wa- Walker, it was Walker, right? Um, but in this episode, Senator Walker is revealed as the daughter of Ra's Ghoul, Ghul Nisa I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly.
1: I have no idea. I heard one thing and then I went, I was like, I missed that. I went on, I had to go on IMDb to figure out what her name was.
0: Yeah. And that's the problem with knowing all these characters from the comic books is that you read their name a million times, but you never say it or hear it. Or and anything.
1: you're
0: like, oh. But, uh, Nissa. So first of all, this isn't the daughter most people, including myself, were expecting. Uh, In The Dark Knight Rises and most other media, the daughter in question is Talia Al Ghul, a love interest for Bruce Wayne. Uh, She's also very connected with Bane and the whole plot line um, in The Dark Knight Rises, uh, which we'll get into more later. Uh, But uh, Nisa, uh, (laughs) sorry, Nisa first appeared during Greg Rucker's run on the character in the early 2000s. She was a forgotten love child of uh, Rache from 18th century Russia who survived without his knowledge into the modern day because he forgot to pack his Lazarus pit when he left for a pack of smokes. Uh, so, you know, Raish didn't know about her for years and years and years. And then she shows back up and gets involved in Rache's things and Batman's thing and all that. So I'm guessing the change in character here, cause you would think they would go with Talia. It really comes down to David's age, the actor who plays Bruce Wayne. Um, they wanted an older, intimidating, uh, Al Ghul daughter. And, uh, Oh, okay, but uh, but didn't want uh, to undo the romantic relationship as existing canon, so they didn't want to bring in like a thirty-year-old woman to play Yao goal, so she could be nice and intimidating and strong, uh, and then be like, oh, by the way, that's the girl that Bruce hooks up with and has new Robin with you know down the line oh yeah yeah there's a whole thing there's a whole thing oh Damian Wayne I do
1: not approve
0: Damian Wayne the version of Robin that's the son of Batman it's the daughter of Bruce Wayne and Tal Yagool don't even I do
1: not approve
0: I'm not even going to get into how that child was conceived. Please don't. Yeah, yeah Please don't. it's even worse. Uh, but I, I, I'm guessing, like I said, I'm guessing the change is down to V's age. And in a way, that makes good sense. You know, you don't... People complain this show so much about uh, about them not sticking to canon that they probably didn't want to do another piece of canon, you know, right here, right in the last
1: mile. Bobby said, during the show, I exclaimed, Holy crap, it's Talia! Then it went... Oh, it's Nyssa. <laughs> <laughs> he also said it's, he's always said this is a twisted version of 66 Batman.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And but
1: Mike Pascal points out we've seen Nyssa on Arrow.
0: Oh yeah, I when I was doing my research before the show I saw that that she's been on air.
1: You didn't share that with me. I but didn't that share. doesn't really matter.
0: <laughs> but now my you. I speak thank no airovers. But uh you know, on my first watch though, I was kind of upset with her because she kept blaming Bruce for everything when he was forced to kill Raish <laughs> by <laughs> Raish yep. twice. Not just Come once, on. but twice. Uh, you know, oh, to fit into his plan and the the things he saw for Bruce coming up and everything. Uh, she says, this is about punishing Gotham for the sins of Bruce Wayne. And it also plays into Bruce's guilt from last episode, which I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. But you'd think Rache would keep his daughter in the loop. The only thing I can think is that because she's an estranged daughter, mm-hmm. her confusion comes from that. Uh, you know, uh, even if her methods leave a little bit to be desired. All, you know, so I, I'm thinking that maybe they just haven't talked for a while and she heard he was dead. You know, on, on the other hand, maybe rage kept her in the dark purposely because he had this grand vision of Gotham's future. And maybe he saw Nisa involved in that and was like, okay, I'm not going to tell her that I'm orchestrating all this because she needs to come in and bring in the military to blow up the town. Yeah. You know, so overall, uh, very interesting, uh, very interesting uh portrayal of an Al Ghul, not the one we were expecting, but pretty good nonetheless and I'm not quite as mad about her once I thought it through. <laughs> what did, what did you think about her overall?
1: Okay, so I didn't know instantly that she was an Ogul. Mm-hmm. I kept going, you know, she's really reminding me of um, what's her face that we killed at the orphanage, Sophia Falcon. Sophia, free- oh, okay, yeah, I can her see Her her demeanor, demeanor, her voice, uh huh, her speech patterns, maybe. I was like, is there another one? <laughs> <laughs> is there
0: another one
1: another one but what did bruce do to them like i don't understand i was very confused i was on team bruce going what what did i do like i don't know how he had the moment where he's like oh that's what i did (laughs) so yeah that's that's what i thought about that um So for something completely different, Lee and Babs, Liam Babs, the Liam and Babs show. Um, this is just sort of like a series of like little comments about their escapades in this episode, otherwise known as the birth of a baby.
2: <clears throat>
1: okay. So I love, like, I really wish we'd have been able to see a little bit more, like I said, of this pregnancy, mm-hmm. because you know, Lee would take care of her like the perfect, like doctor. Yeah. And, um, we didn't really get to see that. Except in this episode, really. Or like the first one where she's like, just get your prenatals from the lady, which I'm still curious how they have anything in Gotham. Um, But so this one, she seemed really like to take on a bit more of like as a friend too, Mm -hmm. which was kind of nice to see. Um, I don't know. I'm not curious. I'm really curious how this whole like family raising of this child is going to happen.
0: Well, I I thought it was interesting that. You know, they had the whole conversation yeah. where they sort of, you know, made good after yeah. all the killing, potential killings and everything that's this gone on. This is Auntie them. Lee.
1: This is Stepmommy Lee. And I am shocked she didn't correct her.
0: But, you know, to kind of clear the way for obviously Lee to help raise uh, Baby Batgirl.
1: I think that something's going to happen to Babs. Mm-hmm. And Lee and Jim are going to raise the baby.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, and that—that and that was kind of my thinking on it too. Was that you know this whole scene was to set up. Uh, you know, Lee had Barbara's blessing uh, to help raise her kid or whatever. Yeah, I think it would have. I it would. I would have sold it to me a lot better if they had had a couple more tone moments throughout the season where you saw their the relationship improving.
1: Which was where we. Bas- had, basic- had the um, progression of the pregnancy, like a normal pregnancy. Yeah. You'd have had that.
0: But basically, uh, you know, they encounter each other again. Babs was pregnant. Lee needs to take care of it. She's not too happy about it. She goes and marries Jim. She goes and marries yeah. the father see, of the baby. And then they, then they make nice, you know, when Bane shows up.
1: Right. Um, let's see. I do feel like Babs changed. Pre-pregnancy, she would have at least swung at Nessa upon walking into the siren scene, all the League of Shadows members dead. I actually kind of expected this to happen even with the baby in her arms. Yeah. Instead of her just going, ah! Like, it's literally like yeah. all she did. So that was a little bit weird to me. Um, uh, Bobby
0: over in the chat room says he wonders if Barbara will sacrifice herself to guarantee the safety of her child. That's yes. what I'm guessing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can see something along those lines is what's going to happen. Also, and probably the most annoying thing of this entire thing, cleanest birth ever. <laughs> um, and I don't think Babs ever even took her well, coat off.
0: It takes a lot of work to dirty up one of those Gotham streets. They're already—they're pretty darn. I it mean, has nothing to do with the street. I guarantee you, you go to any Gotham City street, you run a swab on it, take it back to the lab. There's going to be amniotic f- or amniotic fluid yeah. in there. Uh, there's going to be, you know, placenta. There's gonna be blood. There will be blood. Um, what else
1: happens with birth? Shh. Sweat. Shh. Let's not go there. <laughs> Let's not go there. We're not gonna talk about everything that happens. But. Yeah. yeah, we'll leave it, it, was- it there.
0: Use your imagination.
1: <laughs> or a science book. Um, <laughs> but like it just, it actually really bothered me that when she came to the hospital in labor, that Lee didn't go, okay. Take off your coat and lay down in the bed. Like, yeah. let's at least take off the overcoat. <laughs> like, did you, how did you, I mean, you knew, we knew you had to make a daring escape, but does Babs not understand? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bobby over in the chat room says they didn't even ask her for towels or hot water.
1: No, no, they didn't. Like-
0: everybody knows you take the towels, you put them under the woman, and then you pour the scalding, boiling hot water on top
1: of her. And that's how you give birth. This is why I was in hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my kids would have made it otherwise. Um, yeah. She didn't even take a coat off. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like this is like a taxi cab birth. Well, you know, it's,
0: it's really, it's, it's one request for towels and hot water away from being like a classic sitcom birth. Like you'd see on like taxi or something yeah. like that.
1: Right. But I mean, I think even there, they lo- they perspired. Like she didn't even look, her makeup was <clears throat> not smudged. Mm hmm. It was her first baby. It's not a quick situation.
0: And I, for all the violence Gotham shows, they didn't show like one second of the delivery. Not Not, even like a,
1: No, not at all. I'm like, this is
0: what
1: they live for. They live (laughs) for the pain and the screaming and the blood and the gore. And there was nothing.
0: You have her like midway through pushing out the baby and then Bane shows up.
1: Oh no! See, that's just too much. It's too much. Um,
0: that's not so Gotham.
1: <laughs> no, that is so Gotham. But let's not go there. Um, uh, Mike says, "Remember Lee's <coughs> plot, baby? Yes, yes. This. See, but that, that was done well. Mm-hmm. Kind of.
0: There were there were repercussions. There, were, there that, were repercussions. That's why Lee. I don't think Lee and Jim ever really got back together after it that. That was until, exactly why. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, moving right along. Okay. The Bane of Gotham.
0: Yes. Uh, this episode is I Am Bane. So we must talk about the Bane of Gotham. Okay. Or I almost titled this point, The Bane of Way Too On the Nose Use of a Word. Uh,
2: oh my God. You will <laughs> but be the Bane It's from of the this.
0: comic, I understand. You will be the Bane of that. It was very on the nose you in will the be comic, the bane too. This.
2: Be it's okay.
0: Um, so overall, as much as I don't like the character personally, I thought they did a really good job with Bane. Uh, the backstory connecting him to Jim's army days feels like it's providing a counterpoint to the PTSD soldier version of Jim. We met in the first season in that situation, you can either go Jim's way or you can go Eduardo's way. And so it's kind of like illustrating Eduardo could have been Jim. Mm-hmm. If a couple things had gone a little differently, or if Jim wasn't a good person, that it was too. just one bad day. Just one bad day. One bad day. Bring it Literally back. I can Bring do this now. You, you did the thing.
1: <laughs> um, so honestly, you know, I'm not the huge Bobby hu- says that monologue was the bane of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: true. But uh, honestly, uh, you know, not a big fan of Bane. The most thrilling part of the whole plot line for me was the 30 to 40 seconds Jim had Bane powers. For a minute, I totally thought that we going to turn him into a super-powered hero for the rest of the episode, have him go and, like, save Barbara, do all of that stuff, and that would have been awesome.
1: I actually think he's going to retain some of those powers. You think so? I don't think it's... Gone. Yeah, I mean, once you're injected with some some uh, strange shenanigans, mm-hmm. you're injected.
0: Well, I don't know how Gotham's version of Bane is going to work in the comics. He has to keep that steady flow of venom.
1: Oh, is that what this thing is?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's well, I think it, I think it's a gas in this maybe, but it, it, no, no, that
1: was most definitely a liquid.
0: But in the comics, um, in the in the comics, it's a gas that gets pumped in through the the face covering. Or, or no, actually, it's not even in the comics. It's not even a face covering. The not
1: in this guy. There's no way that yeah, the face covering
0: him. is from the Dark Knight Returns. In the comics, he wears like a luchador mask, like a Mexican wrestler wrestler mask. And then there are, there are tubes going back and in, into the back of his head, oh, and that's how the venom's delivered. Sorry. But it does need to be a constant supply. Like if if he's like having a hard time in battle, he hits a button on his suit and it pumps in more venom Oh. kind of thing. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, that would have been really cool to see him like, ah, maybe we'll get a little bit more of that. That'd be good. That'd be cool. But uh, let's see here. Um, I, I wonder how important Bane is going to be for the rest of the season though. Um, this really seemed like a showcase for that particular character. And now the military's bombed the city. So really how much more damage can he do?
1: Oh, I'm sure he can do something. I
0: mean, I guess he can come after people personally. You know, he can come after Babs. He can come after Bruce. Uh, maybe even Jim. Because uh, uh, for some reason, everyone knows that Jim is Bruce's friends now. <laughs> and so anytime someone wants to get to Bruce Wayne, they, they go, to, for go Jim. to Jim. Well, yeah. because
1: he was like a father figure.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Um, Bobby says, I think Roy did up Jim will end up mono and mono with Bane. That would be pretty sweet. That would be, that would be pretty sweet. Um, I also, I, I really enjoyed. Uh,
0: actually, you know what? I'm going to save that. We'll talk about that in a couple minutes here. Yeah.
1: With, end of my point there. Yeah. Yeah. Which so. is apparently. Okay, it definitely mostly got deleted, and I don't know what it was. Okay. Okay, so here's, like, the little snippet that lived in the the talk. Watching Selena and Alfred spend so much time together is still a little odd for me, seeing as how the slap heard around, you know, Gotham. Um, I feel like they're both just trying to protect one another as a way of protecting Bruce. <clears throat> I feel like I had more to say about that, but I don't know what it was. But would this be a good time for you to say your thing or... Life and night! Oh, okay. It's time to life and night, people! Everybody
0: loves a lit night! Yes, on Light the Night, uh, in our new reoccurring for this episode, maybe one or two more, um, we shine a light on pivotal steps on Bruce's path to becoming the Bat. Anne-Marie, what are we shining a light on tonight?
1: Uh, Bruce scooting his chair towards the candle to escape and then hitting the guards with the chair.
0: I would even extend that to say... Bruce's entire episode this episode, because like the anger, the frustration, all the really great emotions that David gave mm-hmm. this episode, totally Batman esque.
1: That's so Batman. That's so Batman.
0: Um, and I was going to add a little bullet point on here from my previous point. Uh, Bane gives his first bat- backbreaker. Uh, I guess that's not technically a Light the Night, but considering Batman gets his back broken by Bane in the comics in the future. I think, we, I think that counts. Yeah. I think that counts. Alfred got the hell beat out of him. Again, like he does every oh other God, episode. Oh my like this
1: side, like, well, okay. Ooh, ooh, did I, did I, did I? No. Okay. Um, Selena also gets thrown and like her back, like. Oh yeah. And then like her crawling was just like a cat and like something was broken on her. Like, <laughs> outfit, and it looked like a tail. I was like, did they really do that? They did. Nice. They did. Also, it's kind of nice to see her care so much about Alfred, but still very, very weird. Yeah. For that little minx.
0: Although in, in the Bane trailer that we got in between Trial of Jim Gordon and I Am Bane, there's another backbreaking that we did not see in this episode. So there's another one coming.
1: So apparently well, all maybe, Bane does is break backs.
0: Maybe a bit more traditional. Uh, and that's all, all I can say without getting spoilery. Although that was a total spoiler. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was a guys. total spoiler. So that was Light the Night.
1: Light the Night. Light
0: night. Okay, uh, we're going to get back into the discussion in just a minute. But first off, we're going to play this. In this crazy mixed up world, you need fake news. You can depend fake on. on. When news is breaking, it's probably the fakest. <laughs> it's probably the fakest that's breaking it. That's me. I'm Paul Defoe.
3: We've got a commercial, Paul. Breaking the fake news for real.
1: From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest.
0: Only one podcast is on it. On the scene, making up, breaking the fake news for real with more reporters covering more fake stories coming June 18th to Apple podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, Google podcast and voice facts. I can also email you the transcript if you want. Check us out at thefakest.com and subscribe in Apple podcast for a new thrilling episode every two weeks. Pretty timely. The fakest. We fake it when we make it. it is not political. Um, we have to put that up front. It's basically a sketch comedy podcast with a plot. Basically, every news story on the fakest is a comedy sketch. And then the story of the people who make the fakest, the news team is the interconnecting tissue uh, between those. You'll hear a lot of familiar voices. Bobby, who's over in our comments right now and Marie here, uh, which she won't let you forget about me. Um, if you didn't recognize that voice in the trailer, or the picture <laughs> of the guy, uh, Rebecca Johnson from Supergirl radio, uh, John and
1: Derek from uh, John and Gotham Derek TV from podcast. Gotham TV
0: podcast, tons of, tons of old friends, uh, I, th- I think about forty people now uh, have done a voice. I know, for and this lots Vegas. of new
1: voices will be in season two, which is really exciting.
0: Yeah, uh, season two uh, is going to be coming out shortly, uh, sometime in the very near sometime future. Sometime soon. I'm pretty close to halfway done with it, um, but uh, so, but I think actually, uh, keep subscribed to this feed uh, during this hiatus here. I might give you guys a sneak peek of the first episode of and season by two.
1: Hiatus, we mean the month that Fox has taken off because yeah. uh, March Madness
0: maybe? Yeah, but check that out at the com, or just search for it on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. um Microsoft or, or Windows Phone podcast. Um you are, 64 you are the bane cast. of my
1: existence <laughs>
0: well glad I'm, I'm glad i can do something mm-hmm. for you then. okay uh so let's get back to the episode let's discussion talk about the show and uh this point here i'm calling the dark gotham rises uh now as is to be expected in a bane centric episode there are a ton of callbacks to bane's second big screen appearance in the dark knight rises uh why they didn't reference his first appearance and Batman and Robin. I'll never know. It was a really bad version of the character. Was it? Really, really bad. I don't think bad. I've even seen that one. Yeah, he he was uh, basically a flunky for Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy. No. So, yeah. A lot of bad there in Batman and Robin. But kind of kitschy fun, too. Uh, but uh, here, I, guys, in the comments... Okay. I did my best. I've only seen The Dark Knight Rises once because I didn't really like it that much compared to the other two. If you caught any references to that movie in this episode, go ahead and put them in the comments and we'll catch back up later. But these are the ones I caught. Uh, Now, Nisa references a classic Bane line when talking to Bruce. She says, I want you to suffer, Bruce Wayne, and then I want you to die. And it reminded me a lot of Bane's line. I think it's Bane's line from Dark Knight Rises. We will destroy Gotham. Then when it is done and Gotham is ashes, then you have my permission to die. It kind of felt like the same sort of rhythm and everything. Okay. Um, I think uh, Bruce using the candle to free himself is a reference to all the fire stuff. Uh, You know, the fire rises and the dark knight rises and there's tons of references and dialogue to fire. There's actual fires within uh the the thing within the movie. <laughs> uh and there's even fire all over the poster. So I kind of think maybe they chose fire as Bruce's uh, get out of jail free card as a reference to that movie. Uh the fact that Gotham is currently in a no man's land scenario, which happens in the Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. uh, and is also in large part due to Bane. Um, and uh i i just wanted this doesn't really fit into the references so much but i wanted to contrast the way they did bane's voice in dark knight rises versus this uh so uh basically uh you know in cartoons uh uh video games stuff like that bane doesn't really have like a muffled <laughs> voice uh you know he, he basically just sounds like you know you're Average neighborhood luchador. Um, but, uh, you know, so in Dark Knight Rises, uh, they give Tom, Tom Hardy the face mask, uh, which we've demonstrated here. Uh, and he also talks like this a little bit. Like, I, I'll read this line I wrote down here in, in the Bane voice from Dark Knight Rises We will destroy Gotham, but when it is done and
2: Gotham is ashes, then you have no permission to die. Is he a Dalek?
0: He's, he sounds really, really weird. Uh, and plus they, they put this effect on it to where his face is covered so you can barely understand anything he's saying for most of the movie. You. i thought they did a really good job of incorporating the mask in this episode while making him understandable and a bit a little bit more menacing they just i think they just pitch shifted the vo- actor's voice down mm-hmm. and they had a little bit of a like uh, a digital metal. effect to it yeah but uh, it wasn't
1: like
2: i am muffled i am pain i am going to stop sounding this, like a Dalek. this train
1: exterminate
0: the fire rises. Uh, anyway, uh, any uh, no. references over in the chat room? No. All right. Well, I guess that's it then. Uh, go ahead and pop them in there if you think of any, uh, you know, before we get out of here.
1: Okay. So, will Ed and Oswald make to the, back to the submarine before the episode or the city explodes? Tune in in one month to find out. <laughs> honestly i just hope we see them pull up to the sub just as like a bomb hits it or something and oswald throws one of his (laughs) tantrums like that's it's i mean i loved them
0: you know one of the things i was disappointed about in this episode in that particular scene um they didn't uh they they didn't show barbara taking the pressure regular how would
1: she have gotten it
0: yeah exactly she
1: had (laughs) <laughs> had it beforehand, and you know, he did like a 16 point check.
0: She was legit 15 20 feet out from the sub with Penguin and Riddler standing between them, like, unless she came there earlier to take it or something.
1: But he literally came out of it, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it made no sense. It made no sense,
0: it made no sense,
1: it made, no sense.
0: It made no sense. But Riddler and Penguin always, I made a also, lot of sense. okay, Nick Mobblepots.
1: Apparently, i I used these as quibbles and bits, use them as points, I didn't write them down. Um, I enjoyed the Lee. You stabbed me first. Mm-hmm. That was fabulous because it really was the first time the two of them had seen each other this entire season. Yeah. That like escaped me until he said that. I was like, what? <laughs> God, they, they haven't gone through this yet. No, nope. Okay. Um, also when, um, Pengi, sorry, I can't <laughs> hold still. Um, I was like, was this for Barbara or for Lee? And he's like, do you really want to am- me to answer that?
0: I'm
2: uh-huh. like,
1: nope. <laughs> it was so for Lee. Fresh. Yeah. I actually liked them together better. That Ed-, Ed and Lee? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, liked the Edinley Lee too. dynamic. I loved her as the slumlord. Like, well, not mm-hmm. slumlord, but Queen of the Narrows.
0: Yeah, I also have to, I I just want to come back to real quick, that scene with Ed and Penguin at the end was so so great when Penguin was like, so we didn't need to be here. You stayed here because you wanted to help people and you can tell Penguin has a problem with it. And Ed's like, you know what? Screw it. Let's get out of here. And Penguin was like, "Okay." Uh, so like Penguin and Ed are both evil. Yeah penguin is way more evil and cruel and psychotic than ed and they've come to terms with that yes which i thought was a really positive step in their relationship
1: um i enjoyed when he's like why are we saying i only brought enough ammo for a light firefight not this (laughs) and he's like explosives and then Mm -hmm. he's like okay I'm good with that just because he gets to play with explosives and then make like a Rube Goldberg project to explode yeah. Bane, which doesn't work.
0: You know what I've, I've really liked structurally about the episodes this season is that, um, <clears throat> you know, generally like it would be like a couple characters would the main focus of one episode one might have like a b plot over here mm-hmm. uh but they wouldn't really necessarily touch each other throughout the course of the episode you know those well, two lately plots. there's
1: been a plot b plot and c <coughs> plot that don't have anything to do with each other
0: well it, it seems like the episodes lately uh trial of jim gordon aside it seems like you know we're getting a focus on all of their care our characters what they're doing individually and then at the end of or about midway through the episode it all kind of coalesces and you see how it all connects
1: which is how an ep-
0: a show is supposed to go. Well, I mean I, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I think eventually there's I think it to- has
1: to when it ends in two episodes.
0: Yeah, I generally those kind of connections come over the course of like a two or a three episode arc where these ones are' kind of like putting everyone in place and then bringing them all together in every episode, which I think is pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, Bobby agrees with me that Enigma seeing Lee was definitely a highlight of the episode and loves when he becomes Nigma MacGyver. Yes.
0: Yes, definitely. Yes.
1: Anytime he puts something together. So.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Okay. I just have a, uh, anne didn't put in quibbles and bits.
1: I've just been throwing them at you the entire episode. But, it, but I, I just had
0: two little things that stuck out here. I wanted to mention, uh, first, uh, the U S uh, military caused more harm to Gotham in five minutes than the, than the Valeska brothers have caused in five seasons. Yeah. Like it was just like, they just came in hard, man. Like,
1: well, that's because they did what the general said to do, yeah. but he was under brain switchy thing.
0: Yeah. At first, I didn't realize that the general had been chipped. Totally. My chipped. first watch through and I was like, man, that guy's a real jerk. They even they went out of their way to save him and everything.
1: Yeah. No, he mind flipping. Did yeah. you see it? Yeah. Yeah. Like his eyes are ding ding. <laughs> uh, Mike wonders, will baby Babs be wait, will be blonde because Babs is blonde? Well, Jim's kind of blondie, too.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think he'll be she'll be blonde. I don't want to get too spoilery, but we do have a major flash forward episode coming up at the end of the season. There may have been some clips of a certain baby, Babs, and not the one we we're thinking of.
2: Yeah.
0: I uh, and if if those pictures are accurate, then yeah, she's blonde. Um oh, there you go. My uh, my one last quibbling bit, though, relates to the current Babs. Yeah. Uh, really? You took the baby back to the Sirens Club, the one place in Gotham associated with Barbara Keene? Well, where else would they have gone? I don't know. Anywhere. <laughs> Lee used to be the king, Queen of the Narrows. She probably could have found queen some spots To the GCPD.
1: I mean, there's only twenty-seven. Like the GCP not only has all those police
0: officers, all those off police officers you saw, but that's also where the military is camping out while the general's away. You know,
1: kind of. They seemed like in a a new airplane hangar, not the same one we used for the first three seasons. Oh
0: yeah, that's true. That's so, true. They I'm must not, not have been sure. able to get that hangar. You <laughs> know,
1: I was like, ooh. We had the same hanger. It, it served everybody's purposes, but not this time.
0: Okay. Now comes time for the arbitrary scale. This is where I pick a random number, a random thing from the episode. And we rate the episode based on this arbitrary scale that I totally did not write down on this sheet right here. Okay. Now, Anne-Marie. Yeah. And by the way, feel free to let us know in the comments too.
1: If you're still watching.
0: Out of 917 <laughs> pressure regulators, how many pressure regulators do you give this episode? And do we see them? <laughs>
1: I'm going to give it seven hundred and eighty-four. Seven hundred and eighty-four, why? Um definitely one of the better episodes as of late. Um, but you know, there's still some weird issue things that I have and um we have to wait a month for yeah. the rest of it. So, so that, kind sort of, of revolu- that automatically revolution. like knocks you 50 points when I have to wait four <laughs> weeks for anything else. Yeah. Okay. As, what about you? What about me? Yeah. As for me,
0: I am going to give it 817 pressure regulators, mm. a solid B plus. I think, I I mean, I don't math, but we'll assume so. Uh, oh, I, I thought, I thought they may, while they use the Nolan, movies as a major influence especially for bane i thought they did some things better than the nolan film as far as bane is concerned and i also uh i also think that it was cool and stuff i really love bruce in it I i really loved everything with bruce and uh nisa al ghoul especially once i understood what was going on
1: <laughs> took a minute
0: um it, but overall it was a really really solid episode
1: all right mike pasquard gives it 900 and we do not see them uh bobby has yet to give his final thing he was like wait what's the number 900 something No. <laughs> so we'll hear back from bobby in just a minute yes so uh oh 693 pressure regulators okay we're gonna
0: save that for the end
1: okay
0: Okay, yeah. So, so, uh, I
1: didn't know where you wanted it. Oh, it's
0: okay. Uh, we're, we're basically going right now to listener feedback. We always Woo! love to hear what you guys think about the episodes, Very too. Very true. When you get done watching the episode, uh, you can. Take a very gentle stroll, stop and get a snack, but make it to your computer or your phone. And you can email us legends of Gotham at gmail.com. Uh, the voicemail is
1: 424-22-274-2352.
0: Again, that's 4242742352. You can also tap us on Twitter at Legends of Gotham or Facebook, facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. <laughs> tap us on
1: Twitter.
0: As is traditions, as is tradition, <laughs> we're going to start with voicemail. And as is super tradition, we're going to start with Bobby's voicemail. Take it away, Bobby.
4: Hey guys, it's Bobby. Hey, needless to say the last uh, few weeks of Gotham have been pretty lackluster. And after seeing tonight's episode, I really don't understand why, because in the last, two episodes, I feel like nothing was going on. And then in this episode, (laughs) it feels like all of a sudden it was just like, oh crap, we got to finish. Hurry up, throw all this stuff in. I mean, I had had to watch the episode like two or three times to even catch everything that was happening. Let's just say for starters, not a big fan of what they've done with Bane. Although I will say kudos to them because, of course, Walker was Nisa Uh, at (laughs) at first when they when they started talking. I was like, oh, holy crap, she's Talia. But then, of course, she's not Talia. She's Nisa. But I mean, of course, you know, like we should have seen that coming, you know, Bane. uh, Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) of course. And then what happened when they like did they inject Gordon with venom? Did he like get amped up and then they didn't mess with his mind? So now he's strong, but he's not all whacked out like Eduardo is or Bane or whatever you want to call him. Kind of got. I,
0: I would say that, you know, because Anne-Marie mentioned this during the episode too, Bobby, um, about the fact of him retaining these powers. I know, if nothing else, they're temporary because Venom was introduced in, a I think it was a one-shot, called Batman Venom, where Batman gets addicted to the Venom chemical. And obviously, is. Batman isn't super strong anymore. Well, actually... I mean, he does run with the Justice League now. So there might be a little bit of the venom left oh,
4: in there. Who knows? Batman. Lost there for a second. And speaking of loss, like, when did Barbara become so pregnant? I am um, <laughs> oh, really lost okay. on the time.
1: Okay. I actually it was in my notes and didn't make it to the thing. There was a time jump between the last episode and this episode, but they yeah. never told us.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was never like spelled out on screen. It was or not
1: put on screen. And it had to be a solid, like no less than two months jump based on the belly. Well,
0: I would assume that due to the hormones that Jerome added to the drinking supply, uh, in Gotham, that pregnancies in Gotham now only last a month and a half.
1: No. Um, but there definitely was a time jump really even just for them to, have cleaned up the water and made the connections. Be like, no, seriously, we've got it down. Bring your people, save us. Like, Mm -hmm. and to get them to actually do it. Um, and they even said, so I think the, um, opening scene where they were turning Bane into Bane happened in the current, not the current, the last episode or two episodes ago yeah. timeline. And then I think the do, 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 was the time jump. Yeah. And then when it's Harvey <laughs> going in to see Jim, we're like two months later and nobody knows. <laughs> like really until you see Barbara get out of that car. I was like, Oh, Oh wait, time jump. <laughs> Don't pull any once upon a time crap on us here. <laughs> Timelines sometime in the future. Many years ago. None of that crap.
4: <laughs> I need season. It seems like just maybe a month or so ago, maybe two, she shacked up with with Gordon, and now all of a sudden, this is, I don't know. I mean, you know, of <laughs> course, there was the wedding last week. I don't, just everything <laughs> seems like so off. Yep. I didn't even catch until the second viewing that the general's eyes glossed over when, before he ordered. Sit. Again, Bobby, you're
0: reading my mind, man.
4: 386. While it does sound like I'm griping quite a bit, I do feel like there were quite uh, there were a few highlights anyway of the episode. I really liked seeing Alfred and Selina working together, really brought it home when I didn't realize it seeing the clip, the preview clip last week. But, uh, you know, that Bane broke Alfred's back as opposed to Batman's or Gordon's. That was
1: totally two different clips.
0: Yeah. uh, The scene you're referencing is the more traditional over the knee. Yeah. Um, also, I, I thought it was interesting, like the the uh, Alfred Selena thing. Mm-hmm. They he, they've come a long way since he punched her in the face. You slapped. know, slapped. Was it slapped? Yeah, I think it was a punch. And that Selena obviously
4: cared when that happened. But I think my favorite part of the episode would probably be the interplay between Riddler and Penguin. Hell, even the. Do-
1: okay, hold on. Though, should Selena even care because she has the weird seed in her neck, and that was supposed to make her mean. Well, I I think she was mean for an episode and a half, and now she's like, Alfred.
0: Well, I I think before she wouldn't have been like an outright criminal, and maybe, but
1: now she's not an outright criminal. Well, it's no, she's not. Okay, let Bobby
4: continue between Barbara and Lee. And just one more gripe like, what the heck is going on with Jerome? Jeremiah, whatever Velasquez, whatever, where, where is he? What's going on? We know we're going to see him again, and now am I right to hear? To, did I hear the previews right, saying that it's going to be four more weeks before we get the end of Gotham?
0: Yeah, and then it's just going to be a two a two hour episode. Uh, no, did I hear that right? What? Um, as Emory is going to research that right now. As far as we know, it's, it's just it's going to be two episodes, two weeks.
1: But hold tight. Keep keep talking.
4: Uh, there was so much potential at the beginning of this season. So much potential. As far as this week, while I mentioned quite a few highlights, I can't help but just be disappointed, quite honestly. Two weeks. I'm really hoping that this finale will make this all come together. But as for this week, out of a scale of 14 illegitimate child, <laughs> 14 illegitimate children followed <laughs> by Bullock, I'll give it a nine. Very fast-paced episode. A lot of stuff going on. Too much stuff going on. But at least it was relevant this week.
0: <laughs> this week. This I think. Week. You meant to yeah, say. it's two episodes.
1: Um, there's an episode on the 18th and an episode on the mm-hmm. 25th. Yeah, we're not having an episode on Easter.
0: Yeah, I we were <laughs> we were going to mention uh, a little bit later, but Bobby's brought up a great a great time to mention it when we come. Oh, hold on. When we, when we come back, uh, we're and not going to come back until. After After, the last episode, after the season finale, but we're going to talk about both episodes as if they were one. Yeah, more or less. So uh, mostly
1: because I'm not recording on Easter.
0: Yeah, that's a big reason. Definitely,
1: I'm going to be ham drunk.
0: Yeah. And so possibly real drunk. So go ahead and send in your feedback. Uh, you can either send it in all together or two separate feedbacks and mm-hmm. we're going to do another man bat sized episode to wrap it all up. Probably have our general thoughts on the series too. So it'll yeah. probably, I don't know. I'd imagine it could probably go like an hour and a half, two hours, something probably like that. Probably
1: since we've gone an hour already for this episode,
0: maybe we can see if we can get some local guests to come over too. we'll see, to, to join we'll us. See. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I don't want to clean. Yeah. But, uh, Big headline. We're we'll do one episode. We have one more episode left, and then probably uh, the Maybe. the the wrap up with Gotham TV podcast. If okay. if uh, if they're if, not
1: if our schedules align,
0: yeah, if our schedules align. Uh, but uh, Mike Pasqua is up with another voicemail. Woo-hoo!
5: So uh, Bill and Anne Marie, this is Mike Pasqua. Hi Mike. Uh, well, first off, looks like uh looks like Bane broke the back of Alfred. I mean. <laughs> what what does alfred do to have to stay, what does he have to do to stay healthy you know get out of he gotham he he just can't stay healthy no. number 2 uh again i like the way they realized him uh bang, but i also like the fact that uh, really uh selena couldn't do anything against him number 3 well how about this That girl truly began in <laughs> this episode and nope. four uh, just a, just on a side note, Bill and Anne Marie, mm-hmm. I wonder now that in, in the timeline of this show, where are the Graysons and have
0: they ha- have they had um, have they had Dick yet? Yeah. I, I feel
1: like we talked about that one
0: because she was pregnant in that episode. If she was with pregnant the five years grayson. ago.
1: There's but, a toddler, like a little kid running around,
0: you know, Haley's circus, the circus, the flying Grayson's worked for. It's a traveling circus. So, so they're probably somewhere in rural New Jersey or something like yeah,
5: that. Sounds good. You no, know, I mean, we, we only saw them. In, we saw them in the first, uh, first year, uh, first, ep- first couple of episodes, first season. And then we haven't seen him since. So, I mean, I would assume they would have had him, but hey, you never know.
0: Thank you. Uh, little
1: gotham pregnancy
0: pregnancies in gotham either last one month or five, well, five years. years actually <laughs> yeah. it's more
1: than five years though because we've had so many time jumps
0: yeah that's very true uh because i even do the chi- time jumps between seasons too usually it's like usually at least a few months or
1: a couple months yeah
0: okay and we're gonna wrap up here uh with another letter from mark mm-hmm. uh bickford who wrote to us about trial of jim gordon he says hi folks first a quibble what happened to Barbara's suitcase in the scene of the, at the sub? She turns and walks back to the car without it, but then it vanishes from the dock.
1: Yeah, that is weird. That was weird. I saw that and I was like, i I, I hmm, confusing.
0: Penguin pocketed it. Something from this episode. Don't point the gun at the baby. Yes. Oh, that was
1: in the thing. But we were in the middle of something. Yeah. else. Yeah, w- I. I still love how defensive everyone is of the baby. Yeah. Everyone it, is, except for Bane, is very defensive of this baby. They don't care about the baby, but it's a baby.
0: Yeah. And Penguin was like, no, 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 of course it's not. not. The That's baby. not what like, I meant. It was, it her, I wanted to kill baby, her, not him, not, not her, her I not know, him. Know what's going on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get back to Mark's letter here. Okay. <laughs> Uh bigger question: Did they really have to recycle the plot from *The Dark Knight Rises*? Um, even though it was part of the original breakdown for the season, this episode felt like more like filler, filler than the trial of Jim Gordon did. Interesting. See, I, that's interesting because I felt like it actually kicked some ongoing plot lines down down the the hallway. Things progressed. Yeah. Down Crime Alley. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Worst part, when the guy with the deep voice came in and said... In four weeks. <laughs> Best regards and enjoy the month or five weeks off. Yep. Uh, Mark, thank you very much, Mark, Thanks, Mark. For, for writing in. We definitely appreciate it. Now, like I said, we do have a lot of, uh, fee- or not a lot, but like three or four voicemails for the trial of Jim Gordon. Uh, we're going to go ahead and play that after we close out the show. So feel free to stick around. A lot of good points. Yes. Uh, you'll hear from Rebecca Johnson, Bobby, who we already heard from once. Donna War makes a very special appearance. Yeah, <laughs> uh, You guys will have a lot of fun but when you get done watching the next episode the and next then the next episode and the next the episode, last episode, send us all the feedback we can handle, which is quite a bit mm-hmm. at legends of Gotham at gmail.com. The voicemail is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. In fact, you don't even have to call us about Gotham on that line. If, if you, you just want to
1: call us and say, Hey, feel we're free.
0: Uh, uh, we won't answer, but we might call you back. That's true. Uh Twitter at Legends of Gotham and Facebook is uh Facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. I now like I said, uh this is gonna be a long break. Not as long as the last one.
1: No for us.
0: Which was a year and a half (laughs) or whatever, but you know, it was still a fairly long long break. And then we're gonna come back here and and bring Gotham home and
1: in one final wrapped up boat. And
0: we'll birth the bat.
1: I am birthing nothing. I am done birthing.
0: Well, Anne-Marie, where, where can people find you online?
1: You can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone or on Instagram at UB marie
0: As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can, uh, I still don't have it quite up yet because I've been busy working on the fakest, <laughs> but you can, uh, pull up my website, billmeeks.com, uh, in the very near future to find out all about me. Um, uh, and again, the fakest
1: it's coming back probably actually in this five weeks. Oh, yeah. If you you don't get an episode of Fakus before you get another episode of Legends, tweet him daily.
0: Yeah, you guys will. I I guarantee you, you guys will get a preview of the first episode at least a couple few weeks before it comes out. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And, uh, you know, as for the show, LegendsofGotham.com, if you want to, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel over at YouTube. You never
1: know what you'll get over there.
0: YouTube.UniverseBox.com. Whatever is coming next. It's probably going to be there. Uh, so you might as well get plugged in and tuned in. And we only need like 30 more people to get our monetization back. So, you know, every little bit helps. Make uh, other
1: accounts and subscribe.
0: Yeah. No, don't make fake accounts and subscribe. Don't make fake accounts and subscribe. Watch videos for at least okay. two minutes. So I, I guess that about does it for this week. Join us next time for... No? No.
1: Join for join mo- us next time.
0: for Join us next time for more Legends, Legends of Gotham. Gotham.
2: Oy ve.
4: hey guys it's bobby so even with a shortened season of gotham looks like we got another filler episode except this week we didn't even get like good moments like scarface and whatnot we basically just got the jim gordon version of it's a wonderful life but then they didn't even really show like what's life without him like mm. i guess i'll just start off with what i did like Um, I guess I'll start off by eating crow, seeing as Poison Ivy is back. And I said earlier that she probably wouldn't be. So there's that. I did like the very like Batman 66 feel of how whenever they were uh, taken by poisons or by Ivy's uh, toxins, they all it took was a good blow to the head to to knock them back into reality. But I can't think of anything else to like about this episode. It was yet another sidestep, sidestep from a sidestep that didn't need to be had. I mean, we got nothing about the main story really going on this week. Uh, they're, 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 Riddler is just spoken of, oh, he's off building a submarine. But at least he's spoken of because Jerome is just nowhere to be seen. And then really, a wedding between Gordon and Lee? I... Uh, I found nothing redeeming about this episode. Nothing redeeming about this episode. So I guess, um, arbitrary scale out of 347 spores of, tox- of uh, Ivy's toxin. Oh, God. A hundred? I think I'm going to give this episode a hundred. It... Nothing. There's nothing in this episode. Like, I can't even see where you guys are going to fit in, like, a bring on the light night. Uh, 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 Yeah. Let's move on with this story, please.
6: Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie of Star Wars. How are you? Um, I did this whole post yesterday on Instagram about how I was real behind on Gotham and I need to catch up so that I can listen to Legends of Gotham, and give you a shout-out, and for the biggest, because I just listened to the whole thing, and that was fun, um, well, it's all season one, but, um, yeah, okay, so it turns out, like, here I am in the car, ready to listen to Legends of Gotham on my way to work today, and there's no episode, so I'm not behind, and I can, I still have time to get my feedback in, Maybe? Alright, so I'm going to give you feedback anyway. So, um, the trial of Jim Gordon, which I guess you guys, um, from the four-minute podcast that you left me, I can tell you that you, uh, saw as a filler episode. Uh, um, I, I thought that was really fun. I, I have had struggles through some of these episodes, but this one was pretty fun for me. Um, I think I just like seeing Zaz in love. But, <laughs> he's the best part of the whole show. But I think, um, what, what, what else do I need to talk about? There's so much I need to talk about. I can't think of any of the because I'm trying to burst shopping. Uh yeah. Anyway, I thought it was really fun. I liked it. Everybody was having a good time. It was, it was uh, fun. I mean, I didn't like the whole like Jim Gordon death thing. It was stupid, but <laughs> I'm, like, not mad at it because it's been so, it's been really hard to watch this show for for a couple of episodes now for me. So there you go. Um, I I kind of hate all these characters now, and I, and I really want the Penguin to win. Hey, right, thanks. Bye.
5: I only have two questions about this episode. One a specific question is: Didn't with didn't uh, uh, Batman the animated series kind of do the whole uh, trial of a good guy by the bad guys thing? And when they did the episode about Batman on trial in in Arkham, and number two. What happened to the uh plot baby that uh that Jim and uh Lee had a few years back? And if it still exists, doesn't that make those two people deadbeat parents? Question mark.
3: What's up, Legends of Gotham? This is Rebecca Johnson, and I wanted to send in some feedback about the Gotham Season 5 episode called The Trial of Jim Gordon. I mostly just wanted to chime in about the format and structure of this episode. Using Jim's near-death experience to put him on trial was something I was not expecting. It's a departure from the gritty and real-world feel of this show. I found myself okay with it, though, because it took a storytelling risk. I like it when TV shows go out of the box and challenge themselves, so I applaud Gotham for the way they used Jim's injury to further the Gorkins' relationship and round out his character as we get to the end of the show's run. Sure, it was rushed and they had to do a time jump, but I thought they balanced it out with a slower and quieter scene between Alfred and Lee when she expresses insecurities about being a mom. I thought that was a really sweet scene between those two characters, and it came at a time when Lee needed that good and encouraging advice the most. Well, that is it for me. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Oh, my God, guys, I'm so glad to be back. Hello, it's Skip
2: here. Oh, my God, I miss you guys. You know, It's been so long. Nobody even, like, wrote me or got back to me or anything, dude. Like, I sent you guys, like, so many messages. Like, nobody even emailed me or, like, Snapchatted me or grabbed me or poked me or, like, nothing. I swear, you guys are so rude. Oh, my God, it's alright. I forgive you. Anyway, it's so good to be back, guys. I love you, Bill Emery. This is a Gotham season five. Let's just like get right into this episode because this was so amazing. balls, I swear to god. I mean serious. Like this was like over the top. So good. Okay, anyway, so like right off the bat, Jim Garden getting shot. Oh my god. What happened there? Did you not see that one coming? Were you not wearing your glasses? You know you're missing that as well as your mustache. Hello? Not quite Jim Gordon yet. It's okay. I love you. So, like, who shot him anyway? So, apparently, it was, like, Zaz? Oh, you big beautiful man. <laughs> it's okay. You were under Ivy's influence. And where did she come from? Like, left field and stuff? Like, hello? So good to see you, back, girl. but, uh, that fashion? Not in. Couldn't even tell what you were wearing. And, like, buttoned in the background, like, so good. It was, like, Seawear, i don't even know and you're supposed to be like weedware. wear hello <laughs> anyway so um uh, what else to talk about on this one um batman and catwoman getting so close those two loving it up fighting it up loving it up you two going to get it together, because I swear to God, I mean, is like, hello. Find out where you're going to be and who you're supposed to be, because it's getting a little weird, okay? Anyway. Oh, by the way, cat girl, you're know, going to lay off the snack, okay? Because your cheeks are showing, like, super hard. Sorry, didn't even mean to bring that up, but I just had to. I'm Sorry. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, let's look at the positive of this. Like, okay, Jim's going to make it. Gonna be all right and Bullock has his back like so hard oh you are such a strong beautiful man anyway so yeah come rescue me and then on top of that then like Barbara she's fine she's gonna have that baby oh, I can't wait she has that baby boy because I swear to god that boy is gonna be so beautiful oh yeah I know you heard me Emory. yeah you heard me That's a boy, okay. That's gonna be James Gordon Jr. Hello, biggest villain ever. Half sibling to Batgirl, hello. Had a crazy ass mother, like Barbara Ellen Gordon, hello. Anyway, like, spoiler Suicide Squad member kills Amanda Waller. Like, yeah, James Gordon Jr. is gonna be like a ruthless villain. And, yeah, we get to see his birth with Barbara. And then we get to see little Barbara Jr. with Lee and Gordon. Oh, this is so super. I can't wait. God, you guys, it's been a crazy, 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 trippy, trippy road. It's going to be wonderful. We got, like, three episodes left. They're going to kill it. I swear, this is so awesome. Time jumps like everywhere. Hello. Give it to me, please. Like in my face. Thank you. Anyway, so uh, I love you guys. Uh, I miss you so much. I mean, seriously, like, you guys really got to drop me a line, okay? I love you. Call me back. Skip saying bye. I love you. Bye.
0: Testing one, two, three. Mr. Popper's Penguins. So, Anne Marie. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love watching us.